0: Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose driven founder who wants to grow their e commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the ethical fashion line Encircled, a conscious business coach, and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, and this is episode three how to quit your day job and take your side hustle full time. So let's dig in. If you're not familiar with my journey specifically as an entrepreneur, I'll share with you a little bit about why this topic is really near and dear to my heart. So when I started Encircled, uh, my ethical fashion line, I was actually employed full time and I wasn't just employed full time in a day job. It was an all the day, night, weekend job. I was a management consultant and if you're not familiar with what that actually is, it's basically you're and you work for a company and you get sent out on projects and sometimes you work by yourself and sometimes with a team and you usually have to be on client sites. So sometimes you'll get clients in your local area, but for the most part, I was working with retailers specifically and I had to travel to the US and Canada quite extensively. So I basically lived on an airplane, which if you've read my story on Encircled, you'll know that's why I'm so passionate about traveling light and doing more with less. And that definitely inspired my clothing line. But it also took up a lot of my time. So um, I ran Encircled on the side basically for two years and a bit, I would say. Maybe it was almost exactly two years before I quit my... Job, And so I'm going to go through, I feel like I'm pretty qualified in this area, at least to talk about it from my perspective. Um, But one thing I will say is that when to quit your day day job is very, very different for everybody. So I'll talk more about that in this episode. And I also want to touch on um, some of the stuff that I did right and some of the stuff that I think I did not so right coming into quitting my day job and we'll go from there. And if you guys have any comments on this episode, I mean, jump on over to at brave and Boss on Instagram. We have a new Instagram handle, so you can come over there and comment on the post and share your experience with your day job. If you've quit it, if you'd love to, um, if you're doing that side hustle thing, if you want to keep it for life, uh, share them over there. Awesome. So let's dig in. So the first thing I'd like to say about quitting your day job is you have to be fully ready to do it. Now, what do I mean by fully ready? I mean, you have to have all of your ducks in the row in terms of your business needs to be positioned for growth. So ideally you want to have a business that is growing and that is becoming bigger and bigger either month over month or year over year. If you're not seeing that growth yet, it may be hard for you to sustain yourself in the business. You really want to have that proven, what I like to call product market fit you want to see that customers really want your product and are willing to pay for it. So, you really need to see that starting to happen. When I started in circles in the first year, um, you know, our product got a couple media hits and it started doing really well. And then, when I started adding more products to the mix, which was incredibly difficult given my employment status, I just didn't have a lot of free time to run around and test fabrics and do all that stuff. So, I'll talk a little bit more about how I did that, I guess as well. But I started to see in the first full year and into the second year, it started to grow quite a bit. And I knew I was running out of bandwidth when I pretty much all I was doing was coming home from work, either on the plane or on the weekend and shipping packages and answering customer service inquiries and doing emails and Facebook. I had absolutely no life. I had no time. I actually couldn't hire anybody to help me. At least with the in-person stuff because i was working out of my condo and it was not a real true live work condo so i couldn't have people in there by law so i was pretty much having my friends help me pack and trading pizza and sushi for that or my mom and it was becoming very very overwhelming and i think for me the moment was just really sitting there and thinking about what i want to be known for And is this something that I'm truly passionate about? So I invite you to ask yourself those questions. Is your business something that you are truly passionate about? Is it something that one day you'll look back on and regret that you didn't do? And is it something that you're ready to put your full-time efforts into and give up everything that you've worked so hard for to do full-time? And I'm not saying that to scare you, but I will, full disclosure, tell you that I am risk adverse. I'm an entrepreneur, but I am very calculated. I like to analyze risks, I like to have lots of savings. I was not the type of person, and there's many who just get a business idea and quit their job and go on off with it. So I'm giving you like the conservative plan for how to quit your day job. But you have to be fully ready. That's my main point. And the only person who can tell you that and make that decision for you is you. Because I think at the end of the day, you need to know what your limits are um, emotionally as well as financially. So for me, I'm single, not married. So I'm pretty solely reliant on my own income. So I had to do some financial planning to think about like, how would I pay my rent? I live in a very expensive city. Um, by myself, so and I was in a lease at the time where it was quite expensive as well because I was working um, in management consulting, which is very lucrative. Uh, so I made a plan that year when I knew I was gonna quit my job to start to save so much money. I was actually had a pretty big salary, so I just started saving like crazy. Um, I wouldn't go out to eat as much. I would put away, you know everything left over from my paychecks into a savings account. I over contributed to my RSP, which is in Canada. Uh, for those of you that are American, it's like a 401k. Um, basically you get back a, a refund from the government if you contribute. Um, and I did all kinds of like financial preparedness stuff because for me I knew I had to support myself. It could be different if you have somebody, a partner or a husband or a wife or somebody who can support you. Um, financially, that can look a lot different. Um, the other thing I wanted to have in place too was benefits because I'm just paranoid. I mean, as I said, I am very risk averse. So I looked into private benefit programs that I could sign up for, um, and yeah. And then I pretty much quit and it sounds really simple, but I actually quit my job three times. If you guys don't know this story. I'm happy to share the embarrassment of the story, but I actually quit my job in June. I was very frustrated with the new consulting firm I was working with. I was not doing a lot of work. I was doing more presentations and pitches and it was just very, I felt like I was a monkey in a circus. Like I was just being brought out to like perform at these client presentations and then I wasn't actually really doing any work. And it felt very unsatisfying, which is a very privileged thing to say because the Job paid really well, but I just felt like I wasn't making an impact. So I tried to quit in June. They talked me back into it. I further then tried to quit in September. And then the president called me at the company and talked me back into it. And then finally, I quit in November for good. And they even threw me a going away party, which was very memorable for me. And it's really set a tone for me for how I treat my employees when they leave the company because I've never had a company do such an extravagant event for me leaving so I thought that was pretty cool but anyways net net be ready to quit your job whatever that means for you it may be helpful to make a list of things that you know you're most worried about for quitting your day job what is it is it finances is it health care is it routine is it losing your relationships with your co-workers make a list of all those things don't be afraid to write anything down even if you think it's so stupid like maybe you you'll miss eating lunch with your favorite um, coworker at your office, or maybe you don't have a work wardrobe that would be appropriate for being an entrepreneur at a coworking space. Maybe you have too many suits, whatever they are. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Just take out a piece of paper, open a Google doc, and just make a list of what those things are. And then next to those things, write a couple of action steps that you can take to work on those. So for example, if you feel like, you don't have the wardrobe to be, you know, an entrepreneur working at a co working space. Write down some actions. Maybe you can sell some of your suits on ThreadUp or some other consignment sites. Maybe you can donate them. Maybe you can um, get some gift cards or something like that for holiday, for purchasing some new items that you can wear think action oriented because it's very easy to make lists. But if you don't make any action beside those items, then you're actually not going to go in any direction. All right. So my second thing about how to quit your day job is be prepared for people not to agree with you quitting your day job. Now, again, I must reiterate that I'm single, so I don't have somebody who legally I'm obligated to tell that to. Um, So it's very important to have open communication with your partner, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, girlfriend, especially if you live together, about your decision and have them on board as much as possible. Um, Because if they're not on board and supporting you, it can be a very, very difficult journey. I, however, have very traditional parents. And when I decided I would quit my day job um, neither of my parents were very happy. I think they thought encircled was a hobby and that I wouldn't take it very far. And they were obviously wrong on that front, but they're also very traditional. Both of them worked in, you know, my mother's a teacher. My dad was a lawyer. Um, my dad was at the same firm for his whole career. My mom, you know, bounced around to a lot of schools, but also, you know, she's, you know, she has a pension plan and she has a union, like she's very used to stability in jobs. And both of them had helped me with school and helped me with my MBA. Um, and they just, I think, and looking back on it, I think they just wanted me to be stable and secure. And they think, well, you get a job, you don't have to love it. You make money and that's what you do. They come from a very old school mindset and I don't blame them because actually both my parents are immigrants to Canada and they both grew up in poverty they came here with nothing and worked their way up so it's very scary for them to see me do that i think um and it's still scary for my mom it still scares her i think a lot um but you have to kind of be ready for that and it may hopefully it's not somebody very close to you that doesn't agree with it but it could be and so you need to be ready that when you quit your day job that it may trigger some things in some people for me i got um i quit my day job probably I think it was around the end of November 2014 and I basically got ousted out of holidays I think my mom let me come over for holiday dinner but my dad did not want to speak to me um, and we didn't speak until I think Father's Day the next year so you can see how upsetting it was for some people in my family hopefully that won't happen to you and it was upsetting but you know what it's part of my journey and it is what it is and it made me stronger for experiencing it so have that conversation up front with people I was having it all along, especially with my mom, but I think, you know, you can always do a better job of communicating and maybe it's sharing your plan with them, sharing how you have prepared for this and that may ease the transition as well. So the third thing I want to say is have a plan for your business. So once you move full time into your business, you're going to have a lot of time on your hands. So what are you going to work on first? This is a great time to make a marketing plan or a strategic plan and set really clear milestones against it. So what are what do you wanna achieve in the first 30 days of being your own boss? How about the next 60 days? How about in 90 days? What are those key things that you wanna get done? Because as fun as it is to um, take your side hustle full time, it also will open up a lot of time. And if you've been used to side hustling, you will be a master of efficiency and that transition from having You know, two hours to do customer service in a week will turn into a lot of hours and you want to make sure you're using your time effectively and that you're not procrastinating and that you're focusing on what matters most for your business. And at this time, you know, ideally you're going to start to see your business accelerate with you full time in the business. You should start to see growth. So you should plan for that growth by making a marketing plan. The fourth thing I want to say is make a plan B and C. So one of the things that surprised me actually about quitting my job is that the adjustment period was a lot longer than I expected. And for me, it was largely because I wasn't paying myself out of the business at the time. I had started up doing some consulting. I have a consulting firm um, and I started up doing some consulting for some people to make some money. Uh, but I wasn't making very much money. I was billing out at such a low rate; it was unbelievable looking back on it. Um, and I was living off my tax refund basically, and I was still living in my same condo. And I hadn't really adjusted my lifestyle that much, and I hadn't really what I would say moved into my new reality. I had all this free time, which was great. I was no nobody could tell me when not to travel. I was in a relatively new relationship at this time, too. So I started going on trips. I started flying on miles. Um, I started spending money, probably that I shouldn't have been spending. I really hadn't adjusted my lifestyle to being an entrepreneur. Like, though I'd planned for it, I really didn't when it happened. Just like I mentioned in that other point, you know, have a plan for your business is really, really important because you need to be ready fully to transition into that space and not say, I'd worked in a nine to five or nine to nine, whatever you want to call it for so long. When I opened up my schedule, I was like, Oh my God, I can go to yoga. I can go to Mexico. Oh my gosh. And I went bananas. I think I went on like three vacations, four vacations in the next six months and I had no money. What was I doing? So that is something I would like to advise people to avoid. So have that plan B and C and that may mean having additional savings if you think the transition will be difficult for you because it's definitely a lifestyle shift. I will be fully transparent that I didn't pay myself out of the business for at least I think two to three years, I think three years almost and then I started paying myself basically below minimum wage almost, it was I guess minimum wage. and that's not a lot to live on, um, in the city I'm in by myself, um, without a roommate because I'm in my thirties. Um, so it was really difficult. So I had to move and I had to change a lot of elements of my lifestyle. So you kind of have to be prepared for that. And I think being financially prepared is one thing, but being emotionally prepared is another because you are, on your own and that transition in itself of being your own boss can be very unsettling for some people especially if you've worked for other people for the rest of your life you have that kind of safety net of somebody else is paying your salary somebody else is paying your benefits somebody else is there to answer questions for you so that's why it's really important i think one of the biggest things i regret is not forming a better network of entrepreneurs and people who had been through that i think having a mentor Having a coach, I think having people who have been through that journey is really integral in that stage because you can't do it on your own. It is such a big change to go from working corporate to working for yourself that you need support. So, if you can't afford a coach and maybe you can't find a mentor, I would definitely suggest um, looking into Facebook groups or looking into women entrepreneur groups or similar industries and try and find people who have done it and link up with them and see how you can help them and maybe they can help you. Um, and getting your kind of biz bestie, somebody who can you know, talk to you when you realize that you're overdraft on your checking account, but you owe rent to your landlord and he wants it tomorrow night. So those types of situations or like, what do I do? How do I file an incorporation? Like, should I incorporate now that I'm you know, quitting my day job. And those types of questions will come up and the answers are very unique to you and your financial circumstance, where you live, et cetera, et cetera. So it's hard to answer on a podcast, but I just want to prepare you guys for all the things that you need to be really thinking about. So those are kind of my main tips on quitting your day job and taking your side hustle full time. I think the last thing I want to add is be ready for the growth. So I talked about having a plan for your business, but what I didn't really plan for was the accelerated growth and the impact of me being full-time in the business. Aside from my trips to Mexico and wherever else I went that year. trying to think wherever else I went. Uh, Where did I go? I went to New York. I went somewhere else. Anyways, um, besides those vacations that I took when I had no money, um, I actually, the impact of me being full-time and focused on the business really accelerated the growth of the business. And I was not ready for that. I didn't have an office space. I didn't have any employees. So I was like drowning in it in the first year Then I was full-time. So I decided to lease an office space, which can be also a very overwhelming process if you've done that before. Um, and I decided to hire my first employee. So that's something that happened within the first, um, I think the first like six or seven months of being my own boss. And that's something I wouldn't have thought of. I would have thought like a year out on that. So I wish I'd gotten ahead of that because I think the more you have a plan for your success, the more success will happen. All right. So those are my tips for how to quit your day job and take your side hustle full time for the risk averse. If you guys have any comments or you want to share your experience, jump on over to Instagram at Brave Boss, and I'll see you guys there. Good luck with your side hustle if that's what you're doing, and if you're ready to quit your day job, I wish you all the best with that process, and I hope it goes super well and you've got this. Talk to you soon.